It's time to crack a cold one and wreck some rankings on Wrecked Rankings. Welcome back to the Wrecked Rankings Lounge. or Lounge? I, I guess that's what I'm going to go with here. But uh, we hope it's not a chore to listen to us. But if it is, it may be fitting because today's topic is household chores. Whoa, I see what you did there. That was a fantastic segue. Not at all pre-rehearsed or recorded. Um, <laughs> you know... But I think chores are an interesting topic, Nathan, because you do chores as a kid, which I thought a lot about when compiling my list. Um, but there's also adult chores, which some of them are similar, some are a little different, but all chores are just terrible. Adult chores like marriage? Is that is that a, a chore? <laughs> I, I, probably kidding, for obviously. my wife it is. <laughs> but yeah, no, you know, chores come in all shapes and sizes, um, and they are mentally and physically taxing. Okay, so... Here's a question. Uh, I guess I'll maybe start off with the way I perceived it, but uh, what is a chore? And and so I kind of defined that when I was putting together my list. And so for me, kind of the criteria I put was, you know, it has to be something that you do in your household area or with your belongings around your house when you're performing the task to fit the household part of it. But then also... It has to be something that happens at some kind of frequency, so more than once. Because there are certain random things I thought of, like, you know, like building a piece of furniture or, like, hanging up pictures or things. Like, something that's, that's like, a household task, but it's not something that's going to regularly occur. Like, when you put something up or build something once, it's it's built, you know? So that's that was kind of really about as far as I took it. I think for most most everything after that, it was kind of fair game, I I think. Okay. Um, so like like sweeping, sweep, you only sweep. Would, you only no no. You only do it once, <laughs> and then you never do it again. Or like changing your bed sheets, <laughs> you only change your bed sheets one time, and that is it. Um, at least until I met my wife, and I found out you're supposed to actually wash those things. Um, but no, so you know, like going to the post office is not a chore that you considered for this list. You yeah, know, things like you, that. You leave. You like leave going, the house. Going to the that. grocery store is not a, a chore. Yes, that's okay. that's the way I, I defined it. Okay, that, that that's <clears throat> fair enough. Yeah, I, I kind of thought the same thing. Um, something you do on your or your responsible party's property, um, <laughs> and again, it has to be to some kind of cadence, as you said. So again, not anything repeated. Um, I think we have some interesting choices here. You know, what may or may not be a chore. I, I think the only thing we're, we're trying to find that out with this beer that we're drinking. I don't know if it's going to be a chore to get through or if it's just going to breeze by. Uh, Nathan, would you like to tell them what we're consuming today? Yeah, so uh, Buffalo Bayou Brewing in Houston. It's the beer that they make called the 1836. It is a copper ale. That's how they describe it. Uh, they, they do mention it doesn't technically fit into any specific style. Um, it, it's almost 6% alcohol. Um, it, it's got kind of got different flavors into it. It's It's kind of... Somewhat sweet, uh, but somewhat hoppy at the same time. It's it's kind of a mixture of flavors, which I guess goes into their thing. It doesn't have one particular profile that you're looking at, um, but but yeah, it's a it's a very interesting beer. I think it's I think it's one they're most popular, if I'm not mistaken. Well, we um, are in Texas, so um, do you know what happened in 1836? <laughs> do Matt, you know? Yeah, it's uh, we're we're all about. Uh, Texas history here, um, and so as far as 1836 goes, we we care about our independence, and so on March 2nd, 
1836 is when we started to exist as the Republic of, of Texas. And so I think that's always going to be something you hear us talking about is how great oh. Texas is in different ways. That's actually not what I was referencing. Oh, You're well. totally wrong. This beer is based off of uh, December 4th. That's when the Whig Party held its first convention. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what Bill was thinking of. Uh, and that was in Harrisburg, uh, Pennsylvania. So the Whig Party. <laughs> Hey, they were popular. They almost won the presidency. <laughs> I hate you so much. You don't but know anything about the Whigs. I also didn't know March 2nd off the top of my head. I actually had to pull that up here on the spot. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but um, g- going forward, I guess, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm enjoying the beer so far. Um, I think we have an interesting list. I'm curious if we'll have anything that one of us doesn't consider a chore and the other does. We may or may not. Yeah, I, I think we'll we'll figure that out as we go along. But do do you want to go first? This yeah, time? absolutely. Because you know chores are typically bad, so I think it's you know it's fitting that I start off this list. So the number five worst chore, mopping. So let's talk about mopping. So especially when we were kids, because mopping has evolved a little bit. But back in the day, there was this old stringy handled thing that you had to dip in a bucket of warm water and soap and some kind of mixture. And he had to just, you had to just swoosh it, you, you know, swoosh it across the floor back and forth. And you had to put a bunch of elbow grease into it to try to get all your stains off the floor and all your stickiness. Um, and it's, it's messy. And then you had to dump the water at the end of it. And the water at the end of mopping was always like this gray, <laughs> gruel-ish looking color. Um, it definitely changes. I think that's the, it, the key It is concept. not the same from starting to when you finish. So, you know, the last part you mopped probably wasn't very clean at all. You know what I mean? And then, like, you know, you used to have to wring it out. Wringing out is terrible. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants their hands to get all pruney. It's it's a terrible task. Um, and, again, you always had to do it. A lot of times, or the reason why this makes the list a lot of times you had to do this in addition to like mopping or back or sweeping or vacuuming before it. Yeah, you'd have it, to. It was do always start yeah. off with the sweep and then follow up with the mop. When Correct. Kind of so, like work. a lot of times, you know, you had to do two chores in one, which is a double whammy, and that's awful. Um, it, you know, it, mopping's changed a little bit today. Now there's more like those Swiffer wet jet things, you know, and interchangeable pads, and more like steam based cleaning solutions, uh, which we utilize in our household. Uh, but still, it's not fun. Nobody wants to do it. It's, I don't know. What are your thoughts on mopping? I mean, mopping? really, the only counterpoint I have is, and this goes into kind of the, as far as my criteria for ranking these, some of the things I considered were, is the task enjoyable in and of itself? You know, is there any, like, added benefits and so forth? But also, like, what kind of, like, feeling of accomplishment do you get, like, between the before and after on things? So if, if there's uh-huh. a big change. The only counterpoint is, I guess, with mopping, Sometimes, for example, you mentioned like you know stickiness. If there's like this sticky spot on the floor that's yep. absolutely driving you nuts, when you finish and that sticky spot is gone, it's kind of rewarding in that sense. Um, but absent anything that's just like bugging you completely with the floor, I feel like the cost benefit isn't that great. Um, so I guess I'm kind of on board with you for the most part. Now here. I can understand your like personal satisfaction point, but to counter your counter. <laughs> One, it always happened, at least when I mopped growing up, somebody would always step into a wet area 
And that just drives you insane. You're like, no, wait until it dries before you come over here. Why would you <laughs> do that? And then they ruin it. You have to redo it. Also, it creates a slipping hazard. Who wants a fall hazard? All right, you don't. You want to? You did all these chores. You never wanted and, to make a slip and slide inside your own house. No, I don't want to do all this work and then injure myself. <laughs> I want to injure myself doing something fun, like a slip and slide, not a faux slip and slide inside my house. I mean, you complain about people stepping into the wet spot, but isn't it kind of like a like kind of like a, a reinforced lesson built in there. They step in your website, wet spot and they may uh, slip and hit the back of their spine on the, the ground a little bit. Teach them a lesson for stepping in your wet area. No, Nathan. <laughs> Look, when you're an adult, you could get sued. When you're a child, you get yelled at. So, no, there's, there's no winning with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, overall, I, I don't find mopping to be an enjoyable chore. I'll tell you this straight up. Yeah. Most chores are not enjoyable, so it's kind of like... Ranking a best of the worst and a worst of the worst kind of deal. No, you know what? There are some enjoyable chores, and we'll see if you if you got them on your okay. list. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Talk about it. All right, so we'll go to number five here. This one's a very simple one, but I'll explain as we get into my criteria again. It's taking out the trash. This is one, it's a chore that is very easy to do. It literally takes you, depending on your, your setup and where you're taking the trash to, it could take you less than, than a minute and a half to a... Take the trash bag, get it sealed up, take it to where you need to go, come back, put in a new trash bag, and you're done. So it's it's very quick to do. So it's a, it's, an, it's not a high cost here. Okay. But the the benefits, one, if your trash smelled, you have an, a, a beautiful change uh, immediately that you get to, to benefit from with okay. the trash smell being gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and two, it gives you like the sense of accomplishment just saying, oh, hey, I did something. But you had to do minimal effort to do it. Because, yeah, like I said, one of the things, it's there's not a lot of people who enjoy chores. So it lets you be able to knock something off of the list without having to commit a significant, a significant amount of time to something that you don't like doing. Okay. So I, I think that's kind of the, the main points on this one. So this one's more basic in that sense. Um, but I guess that's overall how it ended up here. Okay. So that's not a terrible pick. Um, again, the time investment is very small. The only kind of pushback I would give you is whenever you had to go like search for all the trash in the house. Cause like, you know, it comes time to take out the trash, but a lot of times the trash isn't <laughs> always there. You have to go to different rooms. You have to like sometimes throw things out of the fridge. So like sometimes mm-hmm. growing up, I would have to throw out like really old moldy food and it, it was awful. Yeah. Um, Sometimes the bag breaks on you. Have you ever had that happen? And you either yeah. have to double bag or just <laughs> totally start over. Um, that's really terrible. Um, three, depending on what kind of bags your family sprung for or what you spring for today, sometimes you have the good drawstrings or sometimes you have those weird crappy flaps. <laughs> and, dude, that makes a huge difference in taking out the trash. Um I prefer black trash bags. I don't like people seeing my things in white or clear trash bags. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I've seen a lot of people use the clear trash bags. Uh, if they're they're, they're mainly for like yard trimmings and things yeah, like or that. like if you're trying to like separate re- recyclables from like regular trash. I've seen. Are you that a guy? Do you separate your recyclables? I, there was an apartment complex where I was required to use clear really? for the recycled and and non clear for the trash. Wow. It, it's a whole thing, but I guess your caveats. I think a really good point is the one you mentioned about. If taking out the trash entails being in a large household that yep. requires you to visit 
you know, not only the kitchen, but multiple restrooms and other rooms where you may keep trash. Yeah, it could be much more of a burden. But I guess even then, you know, if there is a lot of trash bags, it's still not more than like a 10 minute task, hopefully. So it's still hopefully not a huge time commitment as long as, you know, it's reasonably organized as far as how you manage the trash in your house and there's not any, you know, bag issue situations or anything like that. Yeah, so you have more experience in this than I do, but what do you currently have to do in your apartment complex? Because, you know, my old one, we had to, we had to like, actually go throw it in a dumpster. Yeah, for, I mean, for us, there, there's a couple options. You're required to sign up at our current place for, like, the valet trash where you stick your trash can outside your unit. Oh, you stick it outside the door? Oh, yeah. that's nice. But, okay. I, I mean, apart from that, I, I almost never use it because there's, there's a trash chute that's basically down the hall. And so it's it's pretty easy to now, get Now, is to. it fun? Is the trash chute fun? Kind of, because you can kind of hear a thing smash when it gets to the bottom of it. <laughs> that's That's about as fun as it gets. Um, if there's a holiday weekend or something where the cleaning staff is off, sometimes the trash chute can get full. Really? That is not fun. Does it really back all the way up? I've seen it get up one floor before. I don't know if I've seen it, uh, stack up multiple floors. Wait, can you like see into it or a a little, so like you can see like just a little bit down. Okay. So if it's backed up to where your entry to the trash chute is. You can see, oh wow, this is not good, and that's that's huh. about the extent of it. So, so in bad situations like that, and like one-off times, you, you lose that benefit of the trash chute. But once again, they still do the valley trash frequently enough to where you're not sitting around like trash man inside your own apartment. Cool, but, but yeah, that, that's. I think that works for your list. You know, you throwing it down a chute's always kind of fun. Yeah. So yeah, depending on your particular situation, this may be a, a more or less enjoyable task. But even the worst case scenario, I think it's one of the fairly easier ones because it's so straightforward. Sure, sure. Um, So let's go on to my number four here. Dusting. (laughs) So dusting, the reason it makes the list, it's one of the few chores that, like, it's a constant, you don't contribute anything to it. Like, there's nothing, your behavior does not affect the need to dust. You know what I mean? Like trash, you know, you create trash. You know, cleaning your restroom, you made a mess. Dusting just happens. And that's why it's so infuriating. All right? You could do nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. You can't prevent dust. And it's the worst. You know why? There's not one specific area you have to dust. It's everywhere. I look around my my office now, and there's just there's nooks and crannies that I need to get into. And they're always at terrible angles. Or it's like on the fan. Nobody wants to get up on, on their ceiling fan. Especially if you have high ceilings. It's terrible. Uh, nobody wants to get window seals. Uh, if you have anything black, glossy, or any like glass furniture, it gets everywhere. It's so bad. And what do you use to dust? No one really has a duster. No, nobody really has a dust. Like growing up, we used like dirty socks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whole, holy socks a, and things like that. I think it was like one of those like as seen on TV type things. But really had one. <laughs> it's not. It's awful because you always wait until it gets really caked on there and layered. So like no, nobody stays on top of their dusting, right? Like you're not going through your house or apartment every week and going, "Hey, we need to do our weekly dust." No, <laughs> it's like four months later and you're having a party. And you're like, "Oh crap!" There's just it's. <laughs> I can see it from here. It's awful. 
I'm I'm all about this pick. And, go, <laughs> and going back to my criteria, dude, the cost versus benefit. One, you don't even notice dust unless you go specifically look to see if something's dusty. Like yep. it's not something you just pick up with your bare eye that easily. You kind of have to be looking to see if something's dusty or not. So like in the first place, it's not something like trash where oh hey the trash can's filled up or something to where it's like an obvious issue that needs to be fixed. Like, it's, oh, let me go look on top of my entertainment center, and oh, yeah, there's dust there. That sucks. But unless you're specifically looking for it, you don't notice it. So then after you spend all this time dusting and going around any knickknacks that may be in the house or apartment mm-hmm. you're at, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't make a big visual difference. So you spend all this time being careful doing this. But, I mean, unless it's to the point where it's affecting allergic reactions or things like that, like... You know, there's really no shining moment at the end where everything looks just, like, fantastic. You know, there's not not any big reveal versus all the time you put yeah, in. Yeah, and a lot of times the, the worst dusting are places no one would ever look. Like, again, like, on your windowsill, like, behind, like, the blinds or something. Or, like, your fan. If your fan's always on, no one would ever know that it was dusted. <laughs> you know what I mean? And no one's, it's life hack, dude. Yeah. Life hack. It's, it's awful. And I think the other thing, too, is, especially if you live with other people, I don't think there's any... Like, any two people have the same agreement as far as how frequently that should be done. Like, everybody's got completely different philosophies on how often it actually needs to happen. Yeah. So, I, I think it's it's a constant disagreement point in households. Uh, dusting sucks. We should create, like, a Roomba for the sky. <laughs> like, a drone that just, like, flies around in the vacuums. <laughs> just, like, Spider-Man's up the walls. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. If not, we, we should figure it out. <laughs> it sounds very dangerous. Yeah. But uh, I guess hopping over to my number four is something a little bit different. It's washing the car. And so this is a household chore that, like I said, fits in because it's something that you're you're cleaning your property, but within, you know, your own property. And so there, there's kind of multiple reasons that I have it on here. But I think the biggest one is it's very peaceful in a sense. It lets you get outside. So it's, it's one of the chores that lets you be outside of your house that you have you know, the open air, especially mm-hmm. if it's a nice day out. Um, two, there's not a set frequency to it. It it can be, you know, wh- whenever it's on your time. So you can wait for a really nice weather day um, within that period. There's nothing that forces it. Like, you, you know, once you go back to the trash, your trash isn't overflowing if, if, in this sense, like to where, you know, you can wait a couple of days for the weather to clear up and, and do, uh, do it when it's a, a nice moment to do so. But you get to go out. You get to spend some time. It's a chance, if you like, to, to drink a beer or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want, you can make it an alone time thing where you're kind of alone with your thoughts, just kind of straight up relaxing outdoors with a beer and your vehicle and or vehicles. Um, or if you want, it could be a fun group activity. If you just kind of want to chill with somebody, you know, maybe like your friends or your wife, kids, whatever it may be. Um, and you could turn in that way and make it an enjoyable time, but... It's something you don't do frequently enough to you that it bothers you. Um, because, yeah, like I said, it's, it's not as frequent as some of these other chores. Um, and then another big thing, too, is there is a big difference whenever you finish, especially if your car was pretty dirty and it looks pretty great after. And not only does it look good, but it's one of those chores that people compliment you after they've after you've done it that aren't even a part of your own family. Like, you may go to somebody's house and be like, hey, your car's looking really good. It's looking really clean. But for these other chores we're talking about, nobody's ever going to go to your house and be like, oh, hey, you took out your trash. Really good job on that. 
Whereas cleaning your car, you actually get compliments on it from other people. You get told, job okay. well done, and it looks great. Okay, so you made a fair argument there. Um, some of my counterpoints for negativity would be, doesn't it always seem to magically rain right after you wash <laughs> your car? <laughs> like the next day or something, you know, the weatherman didn't forecast it, but somehow like this passing shower just comes through, and it's like, well, and then you get spots everywhere. Yeah, I guess it depends, like, if it's, if, if there was a lot of dirt content on your vehicle, I guess I'm not as upset about it. But, yeah, the, the wet spots, uh, yeah. when they when they dry up, that, that can be pretty frustrating. Yeah, and, you know, I do believe that there is some sort of pride with washing your car. But a lot of times, you have to wash someone else's car, too. <laughs> it's like, we're both married. So, like, you don't get that same sense of pride washing your spouse's car. You're like, eh, I just got to do this. So, let's just kinda get, <laughs> let's kind of get through it. Um, you know, and you kind of lose steam by the second vehicle if, if you have to do two vehicles at a time. Um, also, man, sometimes like the glass can be a pain in the butt, like the windshield sometimes mm-hmm. can be a, a pain. Uh, and depending on how you dry it, sometimes drying it can be weird too. I use like this absorbing towel. Um, but no, I, I do understand the pride in it. I did enjoy doing it, especially when I first started driving. I had an old mm-hmm. Mustang, used to wash it, it used to feel cool. Um, uh, but now it's like, I probably don't wash my car as much as I should. Yeah. Well, that, that's the beauty of it too. If it's something that you know, you, you don't want to do it at a moment. You can kind of push off on it more than you mm-hmm. can these other those other chores. So it's like, you know, there, there is that flexibility there so you don't burn yourself out on washing your car. You get to kind of do it at more of a customized pace because there's nothing forcing you to do it. That's, that's, fair that's enough. kind of the other thing. But. You know what? You can also spray somebody with the hose. That so is that's true. also for your argument. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, that's, that's a very good point. But uh, that also reminds me, have you ever done the prank? This is completely off topic. Okay. Where, you know how most sinks will come with some kind of spraying mechanism. And usually it's got some kind of handle on it that you can, you know, push down. And then therefore that'll, you know, bring the water flow yeah. from the actual faucet sure. to, to the spray mechanism. Where it's like, it's basically a prank where you turn off the sink, but you have a rubber band or something holding down the lever on, on the uh, spray device. Have it facing towards where a sink operator would be uh-huh. so that when somebody comes into like the kitchen, for example, and they turn on the sink, it immediately just sprays them right in the front with, uh, I have not done that. Have you done that? I have done it. It, it did it to my father. It did not get a good response. <laughs> I would but, have smacked you if I was your father. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, it was, it was worth it. Now, was his reaction <laughs> worth it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay. I heard yelling from the other room. That was, that was how I knew it happened. It actually been a while before I set up the uh, prank between that time and the yelling. At first, when I heard the yelling, uh-huh. I wasn't sure what had happened. Then it clicked, and then I was immediately amused for a good five minutes. Okay. Fair but, enough. Yeah. All right. I'll pass back to you. Okay. So, number three on the worst list, folding laundry. So, doing laundry in and of itself is not fun. Sucks. You know, they used to tell you that, like, my mother used to say, hey, we're going to separate, you know, you know, your darks, you know, lights and the whites. I don't separate anything. I just, like, lump it all together. I don't know what you do. You just do it all in cold then? Or yeah. Just not ruin anything? Hey, you know what? It, it saves you on hot, you know, your gas, hot water bill. <laughs> you know, I do it all in cold. What does it matter? You know, before, before I met my wife, I, I never bought a dryer sheet <laughs> or any kind of fabric softener. Or any of that stuff. 
<laughs> I just used like cheap laundry. I, I was fine. I nothing bad ever happened. My clothes were always clean. But I didn't know there was there was all these extras that went into it. But anyways, that that, that is doing laundry. Folding laundry is even worse. Who folds laundry as soon as it comes out of the the dryer? Nobody. Nobody has ever folded a load of laundry once it's done. Half the time it sits in the the basket or it sits in the dryer itself for days at a time. Um, I think we've all done this. I think we all do it to this day. And then, you know, if if you're lucky enough to have a dryer with like a steam setting, you do like the refresh to kind of get (laughs) some life back into it. Um, But actually folding laundry. No two people fold laundry the exact same. So let's say you live with someone else. You're always going to fold laundry incorrectly, according to them. So that's one reason why it's awful. No matter what your folding style is, you always did it wrong. Okay. Two, socks. Matching socks is the worst thing ever. There's no point, in my opinion. I think everyone should just wear one pair of socks, and you just have like 50 of them. Why, why does everyone have different socks? You know, growing up, brothers, sisters, you know, siblings, parents. I don't want to match up all these different socks, Nathan. I don't have time for that. And then, like, you find one with a hole in it, and you're like, do I match it up? Do I not match it up? What do I do here? Um, other weird things I've experienced doing laundry growing up, you touch other people's unmentionables, and you don't <laughs> want to touch other people's unmentionables. There's that. Um... You know, hanging things. So you, get, you have to fold it all. And then it's like, let me go dig out some hangers and then find out what needs to be hung, what doesn't need to be hung. And you would think hanging, oh, that's easier. So you just hang things. But it's like I always end up either hanging everything and that was wrong or I didn't hang enough stuff up and that was wrong. It's just they're so people are so picky about the laundry. Um, I just don't enjoy any of it at all. I think there's a lot of good points here, a lot to unpack, okay. but... Unpack it. Yes. No. Agreed. So I think one of the first points you brought up was, do you even do laundry the immediate time it comes out? And sometimes it's yes. A lot of times it's no. Um, but even to add to that point, even when you do it immediately, sometimes if you fold it, you know, kind of immediately just because nature hates you, it's still going to be wrinkly as heck regardless yep. and like no matter what you could have done you can't save the dang thing I, I will say i do love it when you have something you can hang and you have hanging space for it because it's a much simpler process and it reduces the wrinkling aspect uh, many times so that that's kind of a blessing sometimes but yeah there's always finding the right balance of what's to be hung and what's not to be hung especially if you're touching somebody else's clothes um but uh dude I, do you I ever think, hang like do you ever have like one shirt that you like, but you can't ever seem to get the wrinkles out of it? Yeah, it, it's it's like what? Why can't I get the wrinkles out of this shirt? What it sucks? Like I I think I'll just put this as a gripe for laundry technology. There okay should be better because again it's a shirt that if you ever really want to wear it, like in your example, yep. you have to iron it immediately before you wear it. Otherwise, it's going to look ridiculous. So I think that's that's just a gripe about the the laundry tools we have at our disposal as a as a people, um, you know, growing but, up, I didn't know what like a laundromat was or a dry cleaner. I'm like, why would you need to pay someone to clean your clothes? <laughs> I didn't understand about like business attire or like, you know, more different types of material that you couldn't throw in the washer dryer. Why can't I throw those in the washer dryer? Like Nathan said, let's improve this technology. <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, 
And two, I, I will mention, you, you talked about how you, you like to throw everything together back in yep. the day. Um, I kind of went through that phase as well when I got to college. I was just like, hey, let's do this all on cold and just kind of do a one and done type of situation. Um, especially when I lived in a dorm building and I'm sharing. Oh, do you have, do you have to throw in quarters? Or no, yeah. but you not have to do it the was, quarters? No, it was a uh, a swiping thing. I believe. Can you swipe your ID? Yeah, it was like an ID with, with money on it that, that I had to swipe. Um, so that, that was a little bit different. But, you I know, mean, same concept overall. Um, but, but, yeah, you know, get, get it all done in one go. It's much better. Um, I'm just trying to think of other things. The only redeeming quality I can think of is that, you know, if you're folding laundry or something, you can kind of do it while you're watching TV. Like, if you've folded laundry before, you can kind of do it somewhat absentmindedly if you want to put on, like, you know, a TV show or something in the background to where it's something you could do while passing the time a little bit. Maybe that's some level of redemption to the process, but it's still folding laundry. It takes forever. It seems like, like it does. You, like you pull it's stuff probably out. You're watching TV. You pull stuff out of the dryer and it seems, Oh, this isn't that much clothes. But then you start folding it. And before you know it, like 30 minutes have gone by and you just finished the crud. Yeah. Or like, you know, sometimes you drop things immediately on the floor <laughs> and you're like, damn it! I just watched yeah. this. <laughs> or like sometimes you like. You well, can't... if you mop the floor, you don't have to worry about. That's it being true. Or like sometimes or you, you can't find a matching sock or something. You're like, where did this go? Why oh, am I short yeah. a sock? Let's, let's go back to the sock thing. I'm I'm a big proponent of the sock drawer concept, where it's hey, try to you know load up on a particular sock, be consistent, and then when you finish your socks, just kind of drop them in the sock drawer. And hey, if you want to put on socks that morning to go to work, you have to work for it. That's you have like to go match them up. Yeah, you match them up. It's like a little brain teaser in the morning to get you going. So it, it, it sparks your energy a bit. Um, and you have to do this whole sock matching nonsense. Especially because sometimes, that's the other thing with socks too. Sometimes they'll seem to get split into different loads mysteriously, even if you didn't plan it that way. Just because they're true. so small and ridiculous. It's very, very true. So that's... I mean, I I agree with that completely. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, you know, last point I'm gonna make. I'm starting to learn about baby laundry. There's no right way. To, you can't fold a onesie. There's it doesn't work. It, it's it's it boggles the mind. How there's no point. Like all these little itty bitty frilly things. Like, you can't do it. And if you, apparently, I'm just doing it wrong. But like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. That's not even getting into the whole folding a fitted sheet uh, discussion. Folding sheets is dumb too, but anyway, it just... Uh, Alright, that's <laughs> enough on laundry. Let's move on. Okay, so this is one. Number three uh, on the best list. This is going to be kind of short, I think, but hear me out. It's unclogging a drain. Okay. And so this is something that's going to regularly happen. Your drains are going to get clogged up, either a sink drain... Um, or, or like a shower drain or something to where, you know, you're, you're trying to use either of them and then, you know, there's kind of getting a water build up or it's not, you know, emptying out as fast as you would like. So it comes time, oh, hey, I need to clear the drain through one method or another. Yep. And this can be a, a gross task, which I know will be a lot of people will be very turned off by the concept. But to me, there's just something so fulfilling, once again, on the time spent versus the results where... You go in and say if it's something you need to like pull out via a snake or something like that. Like just a feeling of accomplishment when you grab out whatever the heck is blocking it. Usually some form of hair or something like that mixed with other different substances and like 
just getting that out and, you know, getting that trashed and then just all of a sudden your drain works perfectly again. And, you know, you feel a little bit gritty inside that you've, you've done that. Um, you, you know, there's just like not a huge time commitment to do it, but you feel accomplished when you fix it. And then, you know, it, you're not as frustrated anymore when you use that sink or that shower because everything's draining perfectly again. You know, it, it's kind of like a before and after I think is very fulfilling on it. Um, I mean, and depending on the situation, you may use some drain cleaners and things. And I, stuff I was like going to say, too. yeah, it's like, you know, you could use Drano depending on how severe mm-hmm. it is. You could use snakes. Uh, have you ever used any of those like little like mesh liners that go right inside your drain to like catch hair? So in, in, in times, yes, yeah, so like I've been doing a lot of apartment stuff and sometimes you can't really remove the, uh, the actual, uh, drain, oh, yeah. uh plug so it's you can't really put in a lot of those devices but you know those things are kind of a lifesaver i will agree i do have one um not not for like uh you know like a bathroom sink or or a shower but for kitchen sinks you kind of having uh some kind of device to catch food particles there before Mm -hmm. they get down inside the the actual sink i think that's that's something that that i use that I, i like in that context as well that helps out a lot um So yeah, you you know what's funny with this one, Uh, you do feel a sense of accomplishment, and you never feel it's your fault. What I mean by that (laughs) is we both live with women, (laughs) and I think we find that women are typically the culprits of these clogged drains when it comes to the shower, bathtub, what have you. Um, It's not really us. Um, You know, food can be a different story. And that's an interesting one because there's almost like a sense of danger in unclogging like a kitchen sink because there's the garbage disposal. Like sometimes, sometimes like I drop a fork somehow straight down the drain. I'm like, how in the hell did it go straight down the drain? You have to like reach in there and hopefully, you know, you know, the garbage disposal isn't going to magically turn on, but you're like, oh, okay. Hopefully I don't hurt myself. I've had a garbage disposal smoke before because somehow a shot glass got into the, uh, the actual I've had I've had, repl- I've had replaced the garbage disposal before because somehow like yeah a glass bottle got destroyed through it and like somehow ate through the internals of the garbage disposal uh, it's very interesting um, but yeah no you do you do feel you feel cooler and you feel more accomplished once you do clear out that train so I understand that yeah this once again off topic have you ever seen the movie small soldiers back in the day yeah like with that yeah it actually scared me when i was a child yeah so there's like one scene in there where uh what were the monsters called what was their race the the gorgons the gorgons yeah gorgons or gorgons it's it's one of those it's close enough but uh but uh, I think it's one of the the commando guys ends up getting uh, stuck into like a kitchen sink. Oh yes, uh, and so he he's kind of getting getting cut up there, and so that that kind of teaches the danger to young kids. So I think that's that's something good to take. Dude, what were the little toy plastic men on Nickelodeon? Oh, oh, I know the, the, the ones that were like they felt more adult and edgy than it should have been <sighs> on Nickelodeon. I know, I know what you're oh, talking man. about. What you, were they they called? showed up on like. Did they show up on the show? Is like called like Kablam or something like yes. that. And like they, I know I know what you're talking about, but I would have to to research that. Um, Man, that's gonna bother me. Are you gonna look it up? I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> well, it, it's super. God, it was Kablam, right? Yeah, I believe I believe it was like kind of like one of the mini segments they had on on Kablam. Like it, and they would kind of show up oh, every now. And Action then. League now. Action League now. Okay, that's it. That that's 
That's definitely it. Yeah, man. Like, that's nostalgic, you know. You know, I, I want to go if, back and watch it. I wonder if some of those videos hold up today. Like, I, we should I don't go know. back. We should go back and watch. They it. could be the worst thing that we've ever seen they, if we watch they, them now. They might. <laughs> but I, I guess yeah. So, you, so you're kind of on board a little bit with the clo- unclogging drains. I, I like the satisfaction you get when it's done. Yeah, so like, yeah it's not a huge time commitment either, unless yeah. you got some ridiculous clog that nobody's ever seen before. Yeah, you're not going to spend that much time with it. But yeah. Okay. So I guess I'll, I'll pass it back yeah. to you. So. Along similar lines, the number two worst chore, cleaning toilets. Oh, I hate that crap. Okay, yeah. So also kind of a drain, right? <laughs> uh, for your fecal matter. Um, this is so bad in so many ways. So like one, normally it's not just you that contributes to the mess in here. It's a lot of people that contribute to it that It could one. be a lot of people that contribute to the mess. Um, whenever you do it, it is never clean. You never go into a perfect situation. There's always either urine and or hair or stickiness and or poo. Or there's always things everywhere. And you have to clean all those bodily fluids out. Whether it's through wiping. Whether it's through scrubbing. And some of them don't come out very easy either. Some don't come out. Um, you have to get all around the toilet too. Because like growing up. You know, there were four kids and three boys, and, you know, there was pee everywhere. Everywhere. On the floor. Somehow in, like, the little crevices behind it, like, on the, you know, like, beneath the toilet, like, behind it. <laughs> Somehow pee was back there. You're like, how does that happen? Um, you know, the water was always kind of brownish, and there's always, like, whenever you had diarrhea, and you got, like, poo on the sides of the toilet that wouldn't come <laughs> off. You always had to scrub that out. Um, and then whenever you got it clean... You know what the worst part about cleaning toilets is? It immediately somebody has to immediately (laughs) use the toilet, and that is so demoralizing. You're you're almost like, why did I even clean this at all? Or like, you want to protect someone from using? No, don't use it. I just cleaned it. And it's like, well, no, because then you're stopping it from doing its function. So you're stopping the natural flow of life, and you don't want to stop the natural flow of life because that just disrupts everything. Um, But. It's sad, you know, sometimes if you ever get a clog or anything with a toilet, sometimes you got to remove the toilet lid and you got to go in there and play with the, you know, the springs and the levers. Um, just an unfun task that smells, that isn't your fault, that gets everywhere. Um, it's dirty. I don't have that much more to say about it. No, I, I, I agree. I think you hit all the high points. It, it sucks to do. It takes a while to properly clean all the different aspects of the toilet um, especially if you commit to getting all like the areas behind the toilet that nobody can actually really see. Usually yep. if, if you do it full on, you spend a lot of time and then yeah, yeah you hit it too. You may have a big sense of satisfaction once you finish, but it's not going to last very long. You're, you're immediately going to be back to like, it's kind of like taking a new car off the lot to where, you know, it immediately goes down in value kind of deal. Once uh, you start breaking it in. Well, I was going like, to say, this is like when you hop in the shower and then you realize you have to poop. <laughs> and it's like no <laughs> that's a very adequate explanation <laughs> but yeah you know and somebody's going to use it almost immediately because people use the restroom multiple times a day yep um and, and so it's going to happen and it sucks so any any satisfaction you get does not last that long so i think i think you hit it on the head yeah and there are multiple toilets in most places yeah so all right so then uh moving on 
Number two, this is also another simple one. It's feeding your pets. And the biggest element on this is that nobody will ever thank you as much for any chore that you're doing than your pets will for feeding them. Like it is, it is basically like providing Christmas morning every single day. Mm -hmm. If you have like a dog or a cat or something, I guarantee when it's feeding time, you will be like the king of the world to them. And so it's nobody, like I said, nobody shows as much appreciation as in this instance. And it's every single day and it's not a very hard task to do. It does not take much of your time, especially because they eat the same thing every day, which makes you wonder why they're so excited about it. Um, you may shake up your diet. Maybe I'm grouping too many people into this, but normally they eat similar things every single day. So it doesn't take a huge commitment on that front. Uh, you, you do it. It's at the same time, usually, hopefully if they're on a diet of some kind. And then like I said, you just, you feel good about yourself for that point in the day. And I, I don't, I don't know if there's any chore that could possibly be as rewarding as feeding a pet. Yeah. So, you know, your pets are always happy to see you. Um, so that's a positive. Also, you're kind of playing God in a way. <laughs> like if you don't feed them, they die. So, you know, you kind of feel powerful <laughs> over it. Or, you know, sometimes if you feel like they're being a jerk, you might, you know, feed them a little more slowly, but you still enjoy it because you want to get everything out of this that you it's possibly like, it's can. It's like being on a homeowner's association. You have some level of power that you can wield and use to your advantage. You, sh- you should join one one day. <laughs> Maybe. Luckily, I don't have an HOA anymore, but, you know, they are terrible. Um, you know, again, pets appreciate you. They love on you. If you've had a bad day, it makes you feel better um, because at least someone appreciated something that you accomplished. Uh, so, you know, yeah. Yeah. And Fantastic. it's also something, too, you can add in little bonuses, like, say, between feeding times, if you want to give them a little treat of some kind. You can Ooh, do that. you're saucy. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can do that. And then uh, you get another bonus because they'll love you even more for that. So it's like it's a... Yeah, you know, you can win your way to their hearts via their stomachs, and like I said, you feel great the whole time. That oh, that's fantastic. That's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Okay, um, so on to the worst chore. The worst chore, by far, pulling weeds. So, pulling weeds is not great. If no, one nobody nobody's ever wanted to pull weeds. You know, like some of these other things, like you want to feed your pets. You know, some some people enjoy mopping, I, I guess. I, I, I could see that somehow. Um, some people enjoy washing their car. Nobody has ever said, hey, man, I want to go pull some weeds today. <laughs> no, no, Nobody gets amped up about it. Two. You could say things, say, say, sorry, say the same thing about the cleaning toilet situation, too. That's very true. Um, but this one is more physically strenuous. It's often used as a punishment. It was used as as a punishment on me growing up whenever I did something stupid. Uh, going out on my hands and knees in the in the beds and pulling all the weeds. Um, it, it can be very tiring, especially down here in Texas. Uh, you know, July and August are just brutal. <laughs> Over 100 degrees, yeah, you're out there too. Again, it, it's, you know, washing your car, yes, you do all the elements, but you can cool yourself off with the hose. Pulling weeds, you can't. You're also getting dirty. You're, you, you know, you're getting filthy. Um, two, some of those, you know, another, some of those weeds are really tough. Like you cannot get them out or you have to like dig to yeah. get to them. Uh, it's terrible. You know, you've been pricked and, you know, I've bled and, you know, things like that. It gets everywhere under your nails and everything. Um, there's so many different types of weeds. 
you might find out that you have allergic reactions to some of them. <laughs> uh, that has happened too. Um, you know, even as an adult, like in your own house, you don't want to go pull weeds. Like I, I, I'm frugal, but I contemplate paying someone just to come do that. Um, it, it's terrible. It really, even if you lay down, like, you know, like they, they make like weed barrier, right? Like fabric you can put down. Yeah. It doesn't stop the weeds at all. It doesn't do anything. They adapt. They overcome. They do adapt and they overcome like bear grills. But it, I don't know. What are your thoughts on weeds? I mean, I think I basically agree with all this. I mean, really the only counterpoint I can think of is, I guess when you get into the task itself, once again, I, I agree. Nobody wants to go do that task. But when you get into the task itself, if there's like a weed that's giving you a bunch of problems and you finally rip it out or, or do whatever it is you need to do, there's kind of like that relief or like, you know, that, that sense of victory, I guess, when you finally get it out. So like there's like some like more minor wins in there. But as far as like starting the task itself, yeah, nobody really wants to See, do that. And it's like too, it's, it also depends to person by person, like, what you do with your yard, how frequently you're in it, what kind of how you manage it. Um, Cause weeds can be something too, that you don't think of constantly. I mean, depending on, on what all you're trying to do with, with your yard space, you may be more conscious about it. So it may hold a different value for you, uh, but it's not something you think about wanting to do, which but, is what you said. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem too, right? I mean, similar to the toilets in that like the weeds are never ending. Like, there's always going to be the need to go out there and pull weeds. And it's just, how again, how bad do you want to let it get? Yeah. But that's the problem, that, too. As long as you wait, the worse it gets. That, I mean, that, again, so, I guess that's what I was saying, though, is like, uh, or what I'll say is, you know, kind of to that point, you know, it, it, there will always be weeds. But the more frequently you do it, the more you can help control the problem, I guess. Because, um, yeah, like, if you wait too long, it's just going to, the, the task gets worse and worse. Kind of like the, the trash overflowing, I guess. So I, I think there's there's some benefit there that you can kind of, you know, do some amount of work here and there to kind of, you know, manage it to a reasonable level. Um, that's really all I could say about it. It's definitely not that enjoyable of a task. Like, really the only happiness comes from, you know, either feeling super strong when you get something out or, you know, outsmarting the weed, whatever you want to call it, if you, you figure out how to get it out of there. Um, yeah. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> Not, no, I don't that, think it's that's a bad it. Yeah, yeah, just go on. All right, so number one, this may not be true for everybody, but here I have mowing the lawn. Ooh, okay. And this is something that'll probably happen. You know, depending on where you live, what season it is, like every couple weeks, what have you. But the biggest thing here is that mowing the lawn is an escape. It's kind of like taking a really long shower where, you know, you kind of have all this time to yourself and your thoughts. You can listen to music. You, you could, you know, you know, just kind of be in your own element for however long it takes to mow your particular yard. Um, this is another thing you can combine so much the car washing with, you know, like a beer or something like that, what, what have you. But for the amount of time that you're mowing the lawn, it's like you're in this like peaceful place where, People won't bother you. You can kind of have just some time to yourself to kind of decompress from everything that may be happening in your life. It, it, it's just, there, there's nothing quite like mowing the lawn in that sense. Like, because it's like, oh, hey, somebody's mowing the lawn. You're not going to go bother them, usually. <laughs> you know, you kind of let them be for however many hours or, you know, whatever length of time it takes for them to do that. So they, 
they're kind of left to their own devices. And like I said, you can use it for peaceful meditation of sorts, thinking on stuff. You can, like I said, listen to music, jam out. But basically, it's a, it's a, a matter of time that you can spend whatever you want to with it while, while you're doing the actual task. And then on, on the backside, you know, after you're done, your yard looks pretty great. <laughs> like, you know, you get to, you definitely get to see the before and after, especially if you're in the yard all day and, you know, you really appreciate your own work, you know, what's going to happen again. And so you have to mm-hmm. go back out there. Yeah. But, but on that same note, it's something you don't necessarily mind doing if you take advantage of that time you're mowing the lawn. And, and in that sense, it can become like a really enjoyable task. So it, I, I guess this is what I'm saying, you know, different people may have a different perspective on that, but that, that's kind of what puts it here at number one for me. You know, as someone with a pretty big yard to mow, um, I actually do find it as an escape. So I think that's a pretty apt analysis. It, it is something to get away. It is something to take pride in. Um, you can't just put in your headphones in and kind of rock out and, and kind of go on. Um, also, it's a great workout. Uh, you know, no, it is a good cardio workout, especially down here when you're just sweating bullets and, again, you're pushing something. Um, you know, you don't have to get a fancy mower or, like, a self-propelled one. You can get a push one, and it's a good workout um, going through that. Um, sometimes you get to kill stuff. Like, sometimes an ant hill <laughs> will get on your lawn, and you just run over it. You do have to be careful with how you do it, or else the ants will get on you. But as long as you're mindful of it, um, it, it it's a good release. Um, again, you get to like, it's like a big haircut, but for your ego, <laughs> you know, you, you feel better doing it. Uh, you feel outdoorsy doing it. You get to use a machine. That's, That's true. Out of all these chores we've listed today, you know, you get to use the most powerful apparatus. Um, it's a fantastic chore. Yeah. I, I, and I'll say to kind of go back to the taking out the trash, uh, caveats with if you have a big house and many trash cans, it can differ. If you have a big yard, it, it may be more labor labor uh, intensive. Oh, yeah. So that could affect the cost benefit ratio a bit. Because yeah, if it's a big yard, it's more time than you would like to spend. Then yeah, I'm sure that changes things a little bit. Um, but but yeah, I, I think if it, as long as it's manageable, it can be quite nice. That's yeah. I'm yeah. glad you agree with me on that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we got through our list, but were there any chores that made your honorable mentions? For for me? Yeah. The one I had on here was uh, making the bed. Really? <laughs> like, making the bed was on your list? This is, this is uh, honorable mentions, because it's, it's, it's something that's really easy to do, but it makes a big difference. You know, like you got a bed and you know, all the, the bed sheets are kind of, you know, crumpled up. It looks like somebody just slept in it, because that's normally what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you, you take like a minute basically and kind of, you know, tie him up a little bit, it makes a giant visual difference. So I think that's, that, that's really where the benefit comes in there. Um, so it's, it kind of falls almost in the same categories of taking out the trash. It, it's an easy check the box kind of deal that, that, you know, it makes a difference, not as much on smell or as uh, yeah. taking out the trash may do. Um, but, but you, you get the visual benefit, I guess. Um, so that's, yeah. That, that's really all I had on the, the best list. Um, once again, I was more trying to find chores that I would find enjoyable from that side of things, which I don't think there's many of those. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Right, what were you expecting to see on my list? You know, as far as the best list, uh, you know, you had some of those. I, I was almost expecting to see vacuuming. Yeah. Because, you know, you do sometimes feel like 
a sense of accomplishment in vacuuming. Or it's like sometimes if you have a carpet, you can visually see, yeah, you know, betterment in it. Um, and you know, sometimes vacuum sounds are kind of cool. I agree. I think I think well, it sometimes depends, yeah. I think it sometimes depends on the color of the carpet, how long you wait between vacuumings. Because yeah, if it's if it's a while between each time you do it, and there's a big improvement when you do it, yeah, that's good. And also sometimes there's like, it's maybe I'm crazy on this, but sometimes like after you vacuum, there's kind of like this vacuum smell that that kind of feels like, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, there is. I, I don't know how to explain it, but be you know, it kind of adds to the accomplishment. Like, oh, it smells like I just vacuumed in here, and that kind of stuff. The the only pain about vacuuming though, that's a real pain, is you have to if you have to move like pieces of furniture out of the way for one reason or another. And there's like a bunch of like obstacles. So it depends on what you're vacuuming. I think if it's a pretty simplistic layout and you don't really have to move any furniture or anything like that, you know, it could it could be pretty enjoyable. I I, I won't disagree with that. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean that was the only good one. I mean there was a few on, on mine. Okay. Let me. I guess let me start. With go go. Ones. Yeah. So on the honorable mentions for the worst list. Yeah. One of the ones I had was making the bed. Which is what I had in the honorable mentions of the best list. So the making the bed is it also was honorable mentions for the worst. So because, explain because it does almost nothing because you destroy it every single day of your life. Because guarantee you make the bed the next day you're going to go in and destroy that or or later that day. Do you ever of. have it where you get like two corners on and then you go to put the third one on and it just snaps off <laughs> and you're like, damn it, it's the worst feeling ever. But it's like, yeah, say I wake up in the morning and make the bed. I'm just going to destroy it again the, the next night, yeah. you know, like the following night. So it's it's kind of pointless. So that that kind of made both honorable mentions list. It may be historical in our podcast. I don't know if anything is ever made. I don't, I don't think so, mentions. man. You're breaking but, the uh, rules here. The other one I had is washing dishes. And, mm. and this is more geared towards, you know, like pots and pans and things like that. Bigger items if you're trying to cook more frequently in the home. Yeah. Because... When, when you do that, there's these big items that, you know, don't necessarily, you don't want to put them in the dishwasher or wouldn't be efficient to do so. And, and so you end up, you know, kind of hand cleaning them. And then kind of like with the laundry thing, if you wait a while before you clean them, things could get caked on more than you would like them to. And it makes the process much more difficult. See, are, are you good about washing things as you go or no? It varies. If, if for example, if I'm, Cooking a meal, yep. and it takes a long time to cook, and then you know go through that, and then eat after. Then you know, sometimes I'm not in the mood. Sometimes I am because I know what the cost is going to be if I don't. Um, it, it can vary, but normally I'm I would say I'm pretty bad about it. So with that being said, that I think that's part of the reason I loathe it. Yeah, is because yeah, it's just this big time commitment on the back end of cooking. You know, yeah, I, I'm pretty good. I almost annoy my wife with like how quickly I wash things. I'm like, I don't like to let things sit and mm-hmm. let things get hard. Especially like, you know, like cheese or any kind of sauce or just <laughs> anything that like would be a pain the next day to get off. I really hate it. You know, also growing up, like my family, we really didn't use a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And like, so, you know, in meeting my wife, that was totally something different I had to get used to. Because it used to be like we were the dishwashers. <laughs> like we yeah. hand washed everything, let it dry. Um, so that, that's a very interesting one. Is there anything else you were thinking about? Yeah, so two things I was thinking about. One was cleaning the oven. 
Oh god, yeah, no, see, I fully agree. It's one of those things you don't you forget about until you start making something and you're like, oh, this smells terrible. It smells burnt, or there's a bunch of crap built up on the bottom. And it's like you don't want to get in there and dig it all out and just because it's all in the most of it's all in the bottom. So you're having to like get down at an awkward angle a lot of times on your knees and like getting down there and scrubbing it out. So that's terrible. The other thing too, have you ever had to like clean baseboards? Like yeah. white baseboards are awful. Mainly because <laughs> you're you're going around a lot of times on your knees, just every part of the house, just going around scrubbing, cleaning, wiping it. it Oh, it's just not fun. I agree with both of those because those generally happen if I'm moving from one apartment to the other and those items need to be cleaned. So it's basically, oh, hey, you know, once a year, got to clean out the oven and it's yeah. a pain in the butt. Or, you know, more frequently if obviously there's stuff spilling in the yeah. oven I'm aware of. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, you know, baseboards are terrible. It, it's a... It's a task that I don't think anybody enjoys. Nope. And yeah, it basically takes you around the house if you commit to doing it. It does. You get to see a nice view of your so, house. So yeah, it's 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 not a very short-lived task. And that's another one too, depending on like what your cause for is doing the baseboards. If, if, if it's like dust buildup and things like that, yep. you may have to move some heavy pieces of furniture to do the job right very true. to get to that's the rest a, of the baseboard. That's a very fair point. Yes, sir. So that, that makes it infinitely worse. So yeah. I, I I wholeheartedly agree with both of those items. I'm trying to think if if there's anything I'd switch. I, I like the items on your list. Like I might even switch one of those out for for mopping possibly. But but honestly, I don't disagree with kind of how you compiled stuff. But yeah, no, I it's a pretty decent job. Yeah. So you know, I kind of think that wraps it up for the chores. Uh, what did you think about the beer, the 1836 beer? I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a little bit more hoppy than most of the beers that I drink, but it is, it's a very unique tasting beer. Yeah. They like, describe it as like a copper ale. Yeah. But yeah, it is a little more hoppy. It's, 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 it's not really, I guess, true to what they say. It's not really anything specific. It's kind of like its own thing, just a little bit, but I do enjoy it because I, I do yeah. like kind of like, you know, like the more, you know, amber type textures and stuff Correct. within beer so so there's a lot to enjoy here if you don't if you don't like you know have anything against any of those flavors or you know there's a fair amount of balance to it i think all things considered so yeah. i i do definitely enjoy it yeah for sure man um so we're going to finish that up uh, i think the moral of the story today is all chores are bad however try to find some enjoyment in them <laughs> because you have to do them so you might as well try to enjoy them, right? Yeah, and worst case scenario, at least your pets will enjoy if you feed them. So that's something always to fall back. Yeah, well, so get you a know, pet I, I you guess will. you know, being optimistic, at least something positive is happening out of it. Yeah, no. you could be out there doing drugs, but no, you're you know, <laughs> you're out there cleaning. Maybe it's one of your household chores is to finish all the drugs in the house so that your no. house. Is clean. Okay, well, we're you know we're gonna wrap up there. Uh, so, guys, finish your beer, clean your house, and we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>